Welcome to A Brodacious Life. This is a show dedicated to the idea that all people from any background can design a life worth living. It all starts by organizing your life with the five F's. Faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun. We call this A Brodacious Life. Are you ready to design your best life? Your brodacious life? If so, then this is the show for you. Welcome to the uh, Brodacious Life. I am the Brodacious Bro, Dr. J, and I am here today talking with you from the big city, the metropolitan Atlanta area, and I hope that you are doing absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. I will tell you, if you're just getting in, man, me and Chef Jonathan, we recorded a great episode the other day uh, of just us sitting around talking about healthy lifestyles and our goals and all that kind of good stuff. So, man, my bro's really, really on it. So make sure you go back and, and check that out. So if you're just now joining us, the whole purpose of a brodacious lifestyle is to talk to us are you millennium dads, millennial dads out there about living a great life, one that is fulfilling, uh, chilling, exciting, and knowing that you can have the life of your dreams? You really, really can. Uh, but we just want you to get there and, and be happy. So today I'm talking with you about starting a side hustle. Starting a side hustle. Everybody wants a little bit more cash money. Can you say it? Cash money, cash money. I should probably start the show like this. <clears throat> Today, we are going to talk about cash money. I'd probably have a million downloads if I did it just like that. But today is talking about cash money, starting a little bit of a side hustle. So uh, before we jump into that, let me give you, I want to give you some steps for starting your own side hustle. I actually have a side hustle or two. Uh, my side hustle, number one, is I am a property, a real estate investor. Uh, I like to invest in some, right now, single family residences. And I also invest in some companies that are doing some wholesaling and stuff like that. And uh, I, I find that's really, really good. So I, you know, shout out to all you real estate investors out there. By the way, if you've never listened to Bigger Pockets podcast and you really want to know, learn a lot about, I get nothing from them, but that's a great resource to start. Go check out biggerpockets.com and uh, to learn more about that. So that's where I actually first got my interest in real estate. Another pod, another not another podcast, but but for real, this podcast is an example of a side hustle that I actually really like doing. Man, I enjoy talking with all of you out there, all of listeners, Chef John and I. Man, we dig it. We get into it. And we love sharing, love hearing and learning from all of you. So there's another side hustle. Uh, a third one I do, you know, my day job is uh, my high school band director. I write drill. That's the movements the marching band makes. I write those for other schools, about about 10 schools, and get paid to do it. And I love doing it because I get to be a part of making a difference in the lives of all their students too. So that's fun. So there's just a few ways that I side hustle. Most people I know that are trying to reach financial independence got a little hustle going on. So let's talk about some steps. Number one, you got to figure out which ideas work for you. Uh, what kind of business fits your lifestyle? I mean, if you love to shop, 
there are all kinds of businesses that you can side hustle with. But some of you are like me. I hate to shop unless it's like at Home Depot, of which case then I love to shop. But you know, shopping's not my thing. So I'm not going to go side hustle on that. I could care less about social media influencing. Like I don't want to make teeny bopper photos and TikTok videos. That's not my thing. But you might actually love that. So step one is figure out some ideas that work well with you. The next thing is determine how much time you have. Some people have day jobs that actually provide them a lot of time, in which case you might get a side hustle that requires more time but has a higher payoff. Um, You may be like me because I'm basically a high school coach. My time is very, very limited. So my side hustles have to be things that I can do after hours. You know, so again, determine your time. We already talked about pick something that interests you. You know, we kind of started there. What side hustle ideas? But then within those ideas, do something that gives you energy. Let me, you know, my day job sometimes can take some energy from me. Not that there's anything bad with it. Man, I work with high school kids. Love it. Oh, my gosh. My hope in the future is like so, so high up there. I love what I do. But it does take a lot out of me. So I like for my side hustles, like real estate has nothing to do with high school uh, marching band directing, you know, they're completely different. And I like it that way. kind of gives me something to do. But, you know, some of you out there are, are like really good at marketing and things, you know, you can find stuff in there. So uh, look, create a good business plan for your side hustle. Don't just jump into it. Uh, for those of you that are into the gig economy, you know, there's Fiverr, uh, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, where you can sell services to other people. Uh, but you need a good business plan. You don't want to just go at that randomly or you'll find that you're working a lot of extra hours, but you're not actually getting anywhere. Um, the next thing you want to do is kind of create an executive summary that kind of outlines what your business is about. You know, what problems are you solving? That's a big thing. If you're going to create a side hustle, solve a problem. Solve a problem. Uh, what is your target audience? You know, if you're going to side hustle by doing nails in the afternoon. Well, you probably don't want to create marketing that's only to guys. There are lots of guys that want to get their nails done, but I would imagine the largest part of the field is probably ladies getting their nails done. I mean, I'm guessing I I could be wrong on that. At least that's how it is in my area. So again, stuff to think about. Who are your target audience? Um, By the way, a friend of mine said that she advises uh, the CEOs that she works with But one of the things she makes them do is draw a picture of their ideal customer. And that's pretty important. That's an easy way to start is draw a picture of your ideal customer so you know what they look like. That way you know how to find them. Sometimes you don't know you found your ideal customer if you never thought about it. Next thing, pick out your operating model. I mean, is what you're trying to do, is that an online business? Is that a person to person? Is that a person to business? Is it a business to business? Because all those are very different. So you got to figure out your, your operating model. The next thing you want to do is decide on what products and services you're going to offer. I mean, what is your niche? Is is it in line with the problem that you're trying to solve? That's so, so important. And once you've done all that, you need to look at your competition. I mean, what are other people doing? Sometimes you get in there and as great as an idea as you think it is, you think you solved it and you're excited about it. But then you get in and you find out that there's so much competition in that market it's not going to do you any good. I thought one time about doing a t-shirt business and just creating t-shirts and selling them on the internet with funny sayings on it. But then I did a search on that and I found out there are so many people in that space. 
I just don't know if I have the financial resources, you know, instead of a side hustle, it might become a side debt. I don't want that, but um, something for you to think about, you know, calculate the startup cost in financing. That's pretty important. You don't want to create a side hustle that actually creates you more work. You don't want more work. You want less work. So know what those startup costs are. You know, when I was starting uh, podcasting, you know, creating this show, you know, I really had to think about what tools do I need? Uh, How much of those tools am I going to be portable or I'm going to stay? Because there's a big difference between a podcast that goes places and a podcast that's uh, kind of an in-home podcast behind a computer. Very, very different. So, you know, be thinking about that. Next thing you do is figure out your cash flow and budget. You can have the greatest idea, but make sure you give your side hustle a budget. If you're not careful, sometimes people will spend so much money on their side hustle because they get into it. It's just like the podcasters. Now, if you want, you can go down the podcast rabbit hole. That's, you know, what I think of when I side hustle. Man, you can spend thousands of dollars doing this and thousands of hours and all the other stuff. You really got to think about before you get into it and know what you're going to do. I, you know, I will tell you when I first started podcasting, I had a piece of equipment. I won't say what it is, um, but it's about $600 uh, hard hardware, $600 piece of hardware uh, product that I was using to do my show. But the problem is, is it was so big, I couldn't be portable. And I found out with my show anyways, I was really wanting to sort of go out and go to other places and it wasn't the best for that. So in the long run, I ended up selling it, and now I'm actually talking with you using a Zoom PodTrack P4. Again, not paid to tell you that. I just think it's a great product. Uh, so this show is currently being made on uh, a tool that's half the cost of that. So I ended up selling the expensive one I bought to get this other one, and I should have done more homework before I got started. So there's an example of that. And then, you know, kind of getting down towards the end of it, outline your revenue and think about how you're going to increase your profit over time. Cause what is the purpose of doing all this? If it's not to make a little bit of money, I mean, let's just call it like it is right. And don't hesitate to leverage free resources. Like, like in podcasting, the great example, there is a free resource called anchor anchor.fm. If you're trying to get into podcasting, you can go there and do everything for free. And it's a great way to get in and kind of practice podcasting. Now, if you're going to podcast in the long run, you're not going to use Anchor FM. The analytics on it aren't really that great. and It doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, um, We're actually going to do an episode a little bit later on how we set up our podcast and that made our podcast that we're here, Brodacious Life, profitable. Now, we're not making tons of money. We make enough money and then we invest 100% of it back into you guys to go get you more content and more stuff. So, uh, but I do know as we get close to Christmas time and stuff, Chef John and I got some, some big things coming. Thanks to all of you listeners out there. But to do that and to grow the show, we, we had to get off the free one and eventually get to something that's a lot better. Though, I'm going to tell you how we set up our podcast and our all-in expense after some equipment is about 50 or $60 a month right now. So for those of you that are interested in setting up your own show, we're going to do a show on how to create a show. So anyways, there you go. For those of you that want to do that side hustle, we're going to teach you how to side hustle. Now, 
Let me give you some ideas. What are some ideas for those of you looking for some possible side hustle gigs in the gig economy? Let's talk about that. All right, number one, you can start a drop shipping business. Now, basically, it allows you to sell a product to a customer without having to buy any inventory. So let's imagine that Chef John, Chef John makes car radios, all right? and all that kind of stuff. So what I can do is I can be the person uh, that basically gets the radio to the customer. I don't have to be the one that makes it. I can just get it to the customer. Um, There are examples on there. Again, I'm not being paid to say this, but Shopify, Shopify Shopify.com. Shopify will basically allow you to sell products that someone else makes And you create your website and get it to them. And then you keep a product. So let me let me put it another way. Customer, uh, let's say you have a store um, and a customer pays you a price of $200 on your online store. So then through your online store, the order goes through to the supplier who ships that product directly to the customer. In other words, you didn't even have to have it at your house. You just had up the website they went to. All right, the supplier got $150, you got $50, boom, done. That's what a dropship model is. And there's a lot of ways that you can do that, especially when you're purchasing some stuff overseas. All right, second thing you can do is start a wholesale business. All right, it's much like dropship shipping. I mean, you're still able to sell products, um, but all you have to do is have a wholesale marketplace. And then... You can find the products you want to stock, you stock it up, and then you sell it. So imagine uh, you basically, rather than somebody else keep it, you kind of keep a whole bunch of stuff at your house and just sell bulk, like just really throw it out there. Uh, Number three, begin freelancing. We talked about Fiverr. I can't tell you how often I Fiverr. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. So let's say you're good at making graphics or logos. You can get on Fiverr and create your little account And then if I want a new graphic for my podcast, I can go on there. I can see your price is $50 a JPEG or whatever. And I can go select you, look at your portfolio. I love it. I now send you $50. You make the JPEG and then you send it back. Boom, done. And then every time you do one for someone, you can charge a little bit more money because you go from one star to four stars. And then people like me, I skip all the cheap, cheapo free ones because I don't have time for something bad. I want something great. So, you know, I go on and I'm like, oh, there's a competitive person. They're not the cheapest, but they're in the middle. And look at this portfolio. Boom, I'm on it. Look, I know folks that make good money. You can make $50, $1,000, $2,000 a month. I mean, you can make some stuff freelancing. So I highly recommend uh, doing that. Now, number four, check out being an affiliate marketer. Now, affiliate marketer, they're everywhere. So maybe you have a website that people click through that link and go some go to some other place. And then the company that you send them to basically pays you amount of money for how many sales that you convert coming through your link. Guys, that happens in podcasting and websites and blogs all the time. I mean, you do know that blogs make money, which by the way, insert here, be a blogger. But when you write the paragraph, that might not be what makes the money. But when someone clicks the link about a product you told them about in the blog, 
affiliate marketing has occurred. And you might be surprised at how much money that you can make in affiliate marketing. It's out there. All right. Next one, start blogging. We kind of already mentioned it, but I kind of want to put it on there again. Like you can create a blog, like create a blog about stuff you want to do. Like basically we have a blog, a brodacious life. This whole podcast is about me and my brodaciously awesome bro telling you about our life. And as we go through it, you know, we like to tell you things. We don't necessarily monetize ours too much, though there's a little bit here and there. You know, but you can, we know of people that make good money, you know, because you can monetize, add affiliate links, like we talked about to your blog post, partner with brands to publish sponsored content. You could add a link on your blog to your own drop store place. You can create and sell your own products on your blog. Uh, What if you put Google AdSense on there? When someone clicks through Google, you get paid or maybe. Maybe you sell a webinar or something all off your blog. Lots of blogging stuff. That, By the way, blog, if you're going to blog, blog about something you're passionate about. Don't just blog about something because you think it makes money or it will probably not do great. All right. Sell informational products. That's another one. Maybe you know how to do something and you want to show other people how to do that thing. That's, that's a good thing. When you know something... And you want to share that information with someone else, then you can sell informational products. I know I bought a book related to real estate off of the Bigger Pockets website the other day because the person who wrote that knew something. I wanted to know it, and they created content that taught me how to do it. So I was more than willing to pay for that. And I will be honest with you, there is a whole new group of people coming up that they prefer to buy stuff that way. I am that way. I would rather go to someone that is actively doing something in a niche and buy that information from them than to go from someone who knows nothing about it. They just went to college, but they've never actually done it. I'm not as interested in that. So if you've got information, you can sell that information. All right, I kind of joked around about this, but maybe you can be an Instagram influencer. I used to laugh when people say that, but it's very, very clear that basically there are people taking pictures, post them on Instagram, and it's kind of like a blog. That picture, people get into it and they click through that picture into other things. And in essence, it's affiliate marketing. Um, the next one, you could become somebody's virtual assistant. I, in my real estate empire, I have paid a virtual uh, assistant before. I do not have time to comb through lists and take massive spreadsheets and comb them down to the data I need. But I can go through Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Again, I'm, I really should get an affiliate link for Fiverr today because I keep saying their name. But I get paid a virtual assistant that I can send this spreadsheet to, let them spend four or five hours. I will pay them a set fee for that. And I don't have to do it. Somebody else did it. I'm happy. The virtual assistant happy is boom. You could be the one. And guys, I've paid $35, 40 One time I paid $50 an hour for the work because I just didn't have time to do it and somebody else could do it better. So there you have it. All right. So there's a few ideas to get you started. I hope that you will consider starting your side hustle 
because you can do great things. You can make a little extra money. And this time, when you choose your side hustle, do something you love. Peace, love, and have a brodacious life. Thank you for listening to today's episode of A Brodacious Life. We hope that you will like and subscribe to this show on whatever platform that you are listening to. Sign up for our newsletter at abrodaciouslife.com and follow us on Instagram. More importantly, we hope that you spend your day with faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun and live brodaciously.